previously on The Game of Rassilon. The second moon cannot be moved or destroyed. It cannot be reasoned with. It is simply there. So, naturally, humanity decided to go and stand on it. Colonel Don Starkey, uh, Dr. Travis Carey, um, this is the rest of my team here. Uh, to my left here, this is, uh, Anika Patel. To, to my left, uh, Zenya. Zenya Selesnyov, uh, Gesundheit before you get it. Haha, this is my little joke. You arrive at your, your, the source of the, the, the weird resonance scan that, uh, that Anika had picked up. It's like the entrance to a temple. There is, uh, uh, it's kind of a rough stone built in kind, into kind of a large rectangular archway. Uh, Travis. Yes. Um, you hear a, a voice in your mind, a very simple voice that just says, Are you my friend? Um, what? This this shape, this square, you've seen this before. You've seen this on uh, on starships and in military bases um, that belong to a very specific uh, race that you've encountered many times before. It's the Cybermen. So, uh, Doctor, you are standing uh, in that, still in that in that opening chamber. The unconscious uh, monk at your feet, and the uh, simple square symbol of the Cybermen surrounding you on the ceiling, on the walls, uh, and uh, everyone else is standing in the in the uh, the corridor from that door that slid open. Um, what do you guys want to do right now? Or we- specifically, the Doctor, what do you want to do? I just start backing away and backing towards the stairs that we came in with. And I just say, we, we all, we need to go. We need to go now. We need to go quickly and we need to go efficient. We need to go. We need to go. Let's go. We're going. Doctor, we, and uh, Don is next to the fallen monk, like looking him over. Uh, and, uh, you know, Don says to the doctor, you know, I'm, I'm sorry, doctor. We can't just leave. I mean, the, the earth is in danger. We have to, yeah, you, what's going on you're, you're not wrong that the Earth is in danger, but we are all in very imminent danger, and we need to get out of this space immediately. Uh, alright, let me, uh, let me, uh, head in there and get the rest of the crew, and Don's gonna cross over through the, you know, past the door to the rest of the team. Be like, oh, the doctor's pretty concerned, we may want to wrap up everybody. Uh, Anika just kind of laughs and says, we... We can't. There's still so much we can learn from from this moon. I don't. I don't think we should. We should turn away just yet. What's the doctor's concern? Uh, she seems to think it's uh, pretty dangerous here. I mean, we. I guess we kind of knew that already. You know yeah, what? There was, there was there was a monk with four swords. Hey, That's hey, fair. look, everyone. I don't. I don't mean to interject with your mission, but look, when the doctor says we are in trouble, she is the authority, and let's let's listen to her. Like we need we need to listen. So I think See, this is yeah, yeah. So Travis is gonna like start motioning to everyone. It's like 
Let's go. Doctor, doctor's giving the orders. Like we're gonna listen. Okay. I think we should all listen to this young nerd. Let's uh, let's. <laughs> hey, don't call him a let's young get nerd. Get out of here. <laughs> no, I mean he's right. Well, I like you for more than that, Travis. Thank you. You're welcome. Don just gives the doctor a look of like, wow, they're really, geez, uh, and then gets back to what he's doing. Uh, so as as so is everyone kind of walking towards the doctor at this point? Safe to say, probably. Yeah, yeah. I would yeah. say yes. So think, as 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 sorry, no, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say I think Don's going to keep up the rear, make sure everybody heads out. But before he exits, he's going to look into that crack towards the engine core because that kind of technology's mm. he's got he's got some curiosity. He can't help it. Um, yeah, I think Don's going to yeah. look into that crack and shine his little you know torch. In there, yeah, sure. sure. There's nothing lurking, you know. Yeah, um, you don't see any people through there, but you can see it's kind of a dark space. There, there is some kind of red and blue lighting, kind of illuminating parts of the space. Um, but you're able to see um, uh, gears, cranks, large pistons. Everything's kind of rusted with age, but there's definitely um, the presence of like large, ancient, um, probably long since out-of-service uh, machinery in there. Don's going to turn and be like, uh, hey, Doc, there's uh, there's some machinery in here. looks like it's on. There's, like, lighting and stuff. We may want to check this out. I'm, I'm going to do a scan with my Sonic to see if it's Cyberman-like technology. Um, yeah, do you want to use a story point for the scan? Uh, can I just roll for it? Yeah, you can just roll for it. We'll just make that technology and ingenuity. Why not? Okay, and do I add anything, like, technically adapt or anything like that? Yeah, I'll give you tech adept. Okay. You know, plus two for that. Okay, that is going to be 19. That's a good, good Ooh, roll. Thank you. Who knew the doctor was so good with technology? Um, uh, yeah, it, I mean, you're definitely picking up, like, vibes of, uh, of cyber tech coming from that space, but it's not, um, it's not as high tech as you are used to with the Cybermen. It definitely, there's, there's an aspect of the analog about it, um, and that kind of ties in with, I mean, Don hasn't said this to you yet, but it's it's gears and pistons and cranks. And it's a very, uh, very old school kind of approach to to the machinery. Okay, I want to make a roll because I, as Riley, can't remember exactly the setting time. Um, can I roll to see if this is pre Mondas coming to Earth or post Mondas coming to Earth? Uh, oh, this is post. Um, I'm not going to have you do a roll for that. The uh, this story is set in 2086, which is a hundred years after the tenth planet. Okay, because that planet happened in the in, in the 90s, right? Uh, 86. 86. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, Trav and uh, Carrie, your parents may remember when a second Earth came into orbit around the planet <laughs> and tried to consume the planet Earth using a sort of mythical energy power. Uh, this I think is that Cyberman. might be one of the things that it. like. Wasn't that one of the things that was like erased from history by like the crack in the universe, something like that? I don't Possibly. think they. I know they, they addressed the Cyber yeah. King from the Next Doctor, but I, it's yeah. very, very hit and miss what yeah. what the writers of Doctor Who decide is and is not. Also, yeah, yeah. Travis, known to Travis would maybe remember because he was about nine. Oh boy! Yeah, <laughs> I guess the human race really is very good at forgetting. All right. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. So I. <laughs> I think that my insatiable curiosity is going to get the better of me, uh, even though I, I just told everyone to leave. And, like, 
getting the idea there's like some sort of primitive Cyberman tech, I am suddenly going to start walking towards it. Okay. Uh, what is everyone else doing? I'm going to say that Xenia uh, uh, and Anika are uh, kind of... Uh, I think Xenia's anxious to leave, and I think Anika is anxious to kind of stick around and investigate the, the temple. Yeah, we're giving Anika some mixed signals. I'm sure she's annoyed. Yeah. Yeah, she kind of looks at everyone and says, so, I mean, Don seems pretty keen. The doctor's kind of done a U-turn. What are we, what are we doing? What, is, what, what are we going to do? I think Don, because I've just been recently watching way too much Stargate SG-1, um, he's going to reach into one of his pockets and pull out a glow stick. And okay. kind of crack it open and give it a give it a good shake and throw it into the space beyond the sort of big crack in the wall. Mm. Okay. Oh, good call. We'll and... see. We'll see if there's ravers here. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I thought it would help with visibility, but I mean, if if there are e addicts, we should probably figure that out. You throw it in there, and then you immediately hear da da lump dum da da lump dum da da lump dum. Oh uh, God, Doctor! From, this thing's we've got gone from eat. Roman scatting to uh, Ben Techno, <laughs> <laughs> Mondas House. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. So what? What do we? What do we actually? What actually happens when he tosses that stick in the, the fissure? Uh, you're able to kind of see more clearly the contents of this room. You're able to see that uh, uh, it lights up a, a large, large space of this room, and it seems like it may have once been. Um, like an engine room, something that, uh, like, for a propulsion system of sorts, a very old, um, and, uh, and out of service, but still getting power from somewhere, uh, propulsion system. Uh, the light illuminates, uh, enough of the room that you can see if you kind of poked your head in. If anyone, does anyone want to poke their head in? I'm, I'm already poking my head in. Yeah. Um, you can see the space, the space above, um, kind of stretches up into darkness. It's like it's got, it's almost like this is a chamber, like a shaft that goes through the center of the planet. Um, but you can see the ground is like this metal mesh, um, which seems to, um, uh, stretch down deep into the planet below okay. or to the moon below. I, I remember, I think, do I, I vaguely remember that Mondas was a planet that was essentially being steered by the Cybermen. Do I kind of get the same vibe that like it's the same technology or is it something different? Uh, it seems like it might be of that flavor, yes. Okay, but it might be older than Mondas. Like it's a little, maybe like not quite as as updated technology, or. Uh, I think that's a good line of thinking to go along. It doesn't seem to be as um, as put together as Mondas was when you encountered it a uh, hundred years ago. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna like scan for more life signs, specifically Cyberman life signs. Okay. Uh, do you want to do another tech roll? Yeah, let's do that. Okay, and that is going to be a, a 20. That's a very good roll. Oof. Yeah. Um, well, that's also, like, like, two of my highest stats, so that's also because yeah. of why, like, my rolls are pretty good. At a certain point, why are we having you roll? <laughs> I guess Because occasionally <laughs> I roll double ones on a roll that I should easily pass, so... Oh, yeah. No, that's fun. Anyway, um... Uh, there are no Cybermen life signs uh, anywhere near you, but the, but you are picking up another life sign in the 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 kind of engine chamber, and the life sign matches that uh, in terms of the kind of DNA and biology of the uh, four-armed monk that you encountered in the central chamber. Okay, yeah, I thought that might be the case. Um, I'm trying to see if I like get a reading of like what if I if I've heard of this species before this 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 race. Um, if you want to do a knowledge and 
pres uh, ingenuity roll, knowledge, uh, ingenuity and knowledge. Okay. And we'll, I'll let you, I'll let you take Time Lord experience. I'll give you a plus two for that as well. Okay. Okay. Oh wow. Okay. I rolled two fives, so that's going to be a twenty-two. Jeebus Actually, I think Creebus. it's twenty-four. Yeah, twenty-four. Lorks a lordy. Okay. Um. Yeah. You. Uh. You have a, the, the now that you've had time to kind of think about it. Now you're not in like a panic state. Um, the, the shape of these aliens kind of really, uh, has just kind of leapt out at you in your mind in that kind of sudden, like, you know, head's too full of stuff. I need a bigger head kind of sense. Um, and you recognize that from their, from their, from their robes, from the, the biology, from the fact that they are four arms. Um, these are the monks of Miri. They are a, a race of, uh, kind of enlightened beings that kind of travel throughout the cosmos. They have their own kind of, um, uh, religion and you know they have a, a a god that they believe in um but they also have kind of what they what what has kind of been referred to by other species as an open door policy vis-a-vis their religion and they're very uh they encourage the folding of other faiths into their own apparently by the sword as it sounds like um all right um so I am going to try to like see if I can hone in on this other this other member of this, these monks. Uh, with that role, um, I would say that you can you can pinpoint the exact location within the the chamber, and it's uh, it's about fifteen twenty foot uh, in front of you, but okay. behind a behind some equipment. Okay, I'm just gonna say um, out loud, like, "Hello, we're not we're not here to hurt you, your friend." We had a misunderstanding, but he's okay. They're okay. I don't know. Um, but uh, I just well, hello. What we we mean you no harm. We're just trying to figure out what's happening, why this moon is here, and what you're doing here, and if we can help in any way. Uh, the uh, a, a figure steps out from behind the equipment, um, and this one is a lot less muscular than the monk that you saw in the opening chamber, um, and uh, uh, he he says greetings to you. Hello. Hi. Hello. Man, this is going to be way easier. To you. Hello. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm amazed that you, you have made it this far. Not many have made it past my, uh, my brother in the opening chamber. Yeah. Uh, what's, what's with that? I, I was not expecting a sword fight today. That was not like on my list of things to expect. We are the monks of Miri and we have, we have pledged ourselves to protect the uh the the lone occupant of this of this moon uh, wait, hi who's uh, the occupant yes that is correct sorry sorry don i didn't mean to step on you you there no a, di- a way more important thing just came up please uh occupant uh um uh could you come again in like more specific terms Yes, uh, if you would like to enter i and I, I am unarmed i am not a violent man i have I'm so taken glad a, you said that out loud. I'm so reassured. Um, I have taken a pledge of violent abstinence, by which I mean I've abstained from violence. Not that I'm violently not having sex with people. Yeah, that's oh, really confusing. So just and I, just a heads up. Yeah, maybe just try saying pacifism, like a pledge yes. of pacifism moving forward. Maybe that's a that's an interesting word. I am not sure I have heard that word before. Yeah, I mean, kind of like violent abstinence. <laughs> Yeah, Travis, I know it sounds cool, but we just heard why it's occasionally confusing, so I'm just giving him a tip as a suggestion for another way. Okay, anyway. Well, I was taught about it in, in, in high school. Violent abstinence. 
Actually, so was I. I'm from the South. Um, so, uh, I sh- excuse me. I, you know, I think we should give Mr. Monk here. I'll get your name in a second. Maybe we should give him a little bit, you know, sure he doesn't know all the words. I mean, your, your English is actually really impressive for being trapped inside a moon temple. Oh my gosh, I you can't say. say that. I'm sorry, I, I uh, English, I don't know what that is. You you appear to be speaking Mauritian. Oh, cool. Uh, no, I'm speaking Eng- English. Yeah. No, no. I, if that is the name of a language, it is not a language I know. And if you, is it possible that this English and Mauritian are the same language? Uh, no, it's actually more probably because I'm here and I, oh. I, it's it's a thing. Don't worry about it. Just okay. Well, uh, that is possibly disappointing. You know what? I've rolled with so much stuff today. Cool. Um. Uh. Uh. I have so many questions that my brain is on fire. Doctor, please, uh, what, what, uh, you you go first. Oh, God. Oh, uh, I just want to know more about this occupant that you've got. First of all, yeah, what is your name? Yes, sorry. occupant. Yes. Also names. Well, uh, oh, God, yes, you're so sorry. good at this. Wow. Yes, my 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 name is Shalub, and I am the leader of the <laughs> Monks of Miri. Hang on, I need I need to put a drop in for, for editing here, because f*** you. okay sorry i've also been watching a lot of muck man antenna tv is relentless um it's all on pluto baby yeah uh uh h and i as well weirdly um anyway uh okay um Mr. Shalub, uh, do you... Just Shalub, it's a name. It's just a singular name. Like Cher. Ah. It's weird that, that is... you know who Cher is. Um, Cher is my sister. Oh! oh got, got it, got it. Uh, Does she know Sunny? Is this... <laughs> she, she's experienced warm weather, yes. Uh, I go, I go, I look at Carrie and go, they don't all know each other just because they are all monks of Mary. Oh, okay. Sorry. Travis, do you usually just stand here while they talk? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I just, I was just wondering if we just kind of watched while they talked a lot. Um, alright. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to... Anyway, um, so you said there's an occupant. That's, I think that's more the important thing for us to get to at this moment. What? Who is the yep. occupant? The, it is, it is a long story. You... Oh, no. I, I sense you yourself... Uh, what was, sorry, what was your name with the sh- very short scarf? Oh, the doctor. And your, yeah, your brother is responsible for that, but that's okay. Well. Not that I hold a grudge uh, or anything. I just, you know, it's not, it was an ice scarf. And... He, he does tend to slash first and slash later. And later on, several days later, you'll think, should have asked some questions in there somewhere. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I sense that you yourself may be slightly psychic. Perhaps I could transmit the story to you using my mind. May I? And he reaches up with two of his... Two of his hands are kind of, uh, like, resting on his, his chest, and the other are reaching forward towards your face. But not in a, I'm aggressive way, but in a, in a kind of may I kind of way. Yeah, I'll allow it. Okay. Could, could just, uh, before, he... just before the doctor is like, yes, can Don butt in, assuming 
the monk meets him and be like, "Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's weird to find out <laughs> psychic, but uh, yeah." No, I, I, I was referring to the doctor. She's very clearly in charge of this operation, so I figured she would be the best person to impart that information to. If you want to stand over there with the rest of what I assume is the doctor's lackeys, uh, I wow. will, uh, I will oh. impart this information. I, I, I prefer to oh. say friends, friends, but yeah, um, I, I. I, I need not be privy to the hierarchical establishment of your of your relationship dynamics. Uh, oh, anyway, and then, and then he places it. Dodd's gonna walk away doing just kind of one of those uh, uh, disgruntled worker mutters to himself. Just like I, I thought I was being nice, and you're gonna be so lacking. A stone, a stone appears on the ground, and he just starts kicking it. He wasn't there before. <laughs> um, so um, Shalou places his hands on uh, on the side of your face, kind of mind meld style. And you are suddenly, uh, pulled out of, uh, out of the room that you are in. Uh, you are somewhere else. You are on this, on the surface of this moon a very, very long time ago. And the one thing that you are aware of, uh, in the sky is a huge planet, very much like Earth. And you know what this planet is. This planet is... Sorrow. Oh, sorry. Uh, yes. Sorry. It's, sorry. It's... Do, it, do it again. I, I, that, that joke doesn't need to be in there. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> No, we're keeping that in. Um, this is this, the planet in the sky is is Mondas, uh, and the one thing that you are deeply aware of is that Mondas is dying. The humans of Mondas have travelled wide; they've gained knowledge and wisdom from across the stars, and it is time for them to go home. And you watch as as the planet kind of shrinks off, uh, but. Much like Macaulay Culkin in a busy airport, the moon has gotten separated from the planet in the bustle of it all. And it sits now. You can see the moon on its own, like like the camera of the mind's eye, pulling out to see the, the moon sitting in the cold of space, separated from its mother planet, lost and alone. Um, and the Cybermen on the surface of this planet, disconnected from their brethren on Mondas, not knowing what to do. And over time, the Cybermen of the Lost Moon formulate a plan. They're going to build a great engine at the core of the moon and propel themselves along Mondas' path. They know that they're not likely to survive the journey, and so they, they designate one of the Cybermen, and they enhance and upgrade and build atop the Cybermen to build a Cyberkeeper, a repository for all Mondasian history and knowledge and they sit this cyberkeeper at the core of the moon to be awoken at the right time. If Mondas is gone, if the moon freezes and all life is dis- destroyed on the moon, the Mondasians, uh, the Cybermen, all of it, they would live on through the knowledge retained within the cyberkeeper. And the cyberkeeper sits at the core of this moon, steeped in knowledge, marinating in the goings on on the lost moon of Mondas. They. They feel as each Cyberman on the surface dies, shuts down, and erodes away into nothing. And as the engines fail and the moon drifts into space rudderless, the Cyberkeeper feels the presence of a passing ship and calls it in like a siren. And so the monks of Miri arrive on the surface of the planet and they roll the legends of Mondas Moon into their own faith, vowing to protect the cyberkeeper at the core of the moon and the monks have faith that this lost moon will reach its destination and indeed it has but a century too late 
The lost moon entered Earth's orbit a hundred years after Mondas had arrived and burned itself out. And so the Cyberkeeper reaches out to the surface of the Earth, to humanity, in the hopes that they will draw someone in to awaken the Cyberkeeper and begin the rise of the new Cybermen Empire. Yeah, remember when I said we should go, I definitely think that might have been a better idea than what we did. Um... What, uh, did you, what'd you see, Doctor? It yeah, what's up? Looks a little, you got kind of a, kind yes, of a what did, worried? Yes, what did you see when the hands touched the side of your face? I saw a journey. I saw a journey that began to, began originally with the intent of preserving knowledge, and now has been turned into a, a journey of conquest that I, I can't allow. <gasps> like Emperor Palpatine. I, I, I guess? I don't. I don't know if that's exactly right. I mean, when Palpatine comes back in episode 13 and reforms into the hero of the franchise. What? I, I, what? Uh, what? What is this new Star Wars? But he died oh. at the end of Return of the Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> oh. you, you know, we don't oh, have time Travis. for this. Uh, we, um, we can talk about Star Wars later. Let's talk about Moon War now. Um, wait, Mr. Bunk, sorry, I sorry, I did it again. Uh, Shaloub, sh- sh- Shaloub, uh, thank you. Yes. Why do you want to conquer Earth? And also, please don't, on behalf I, of Earth. You must understand. I I have no interest in conquering the Earth. My my role, as is the role of all of the monks of Miri, is to preserve the Cyberkeeper. And the Cyberkeeper has decided that it would like to uh, spread to the ground below. Ours is not to question. The, the the whims and uh, desires of the cyberkeeper just to in, ensure that the cyberkeeper is safe. Shalub, but, but and... surely, Mister Shalub, you, you must understand that the the cyberkeeper, if it if it continues its plans, it will be enacting a great violence, and you have taken an oath against violence. So, how can you support it doing what uh, you say? Yours is not to question its methods, but that's a violent act that you're you're participating in that is that is a very interesting point if i if i may and he reaches over and pulls a lever on the ground on the no the, no, the no, no, no 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 and i need i need every one of you to do a roll uh i need you to do a constitution saving throw no i need you to do um uh um uh we're gonna call this resolve and strength please okay what are we actually rolling to to do here uh, well, what is happening is pulling that lever uh, is has has unleashed a, an electrical current through the metal grate, grating on the ground. Okay, so, so is this something cu- where tough Ooh. would come into play for me. Tough would almost certainly come into play for you. So if you do take damage, you'll you'll get a negative two okay. to the damage. Okay, but it's but it's not going to affect the roll. Okay, resolve and strength. Got it. Cool. Yes, Sorry, please. Words. Got it. Okay. Sixteen. That is okay. Oh, uh, that is that is a seventeen. Okay. Thirteen. Okay. Eleven. Okay, that's very interesting. So what has happened is through this electrical current in the ground, the the mind of the cyberkeeper has reached out for a weak mind uh, to to take control of, and it has you ha- having been the the weakest role, uh, it has found your mind, which is perhaps the worst possible mind for it to find because your mind is uniquely uh, equipped. Yeah. <laughs> to uh, to facilitate an artificial intelligence, 
we did not in- this was not the intent you were not the intended target of this that's okay um, i know what i'm gonna do yeah um <laughs> so i would say that the cyberkeeper has access to your memories and maybe has access to your personality um but uh is not I'll, I'll let you decide how you want to play that, but right now the Cyberkeeper's primary goal is to get back to Earth and establish a conversion facility to uh, okay. convert the human race. I got it. Uh, so, uh, you, you all feel as this jolt of electricity kind of comes up from the ground through the grill, um, and uh, you feel it pulse through your body, um, and... Uh, uh, Dan, having got the lowest roll, unfortunately, you are going to take a hit um, to your, uh, we'll call it your resolve. Uh, what is your resolve score right now? Uh, it is a three, now a two. Okay, so we'll take that down to two. Um, no damage to everyone else. Everyone else is fine. Um, but uh, the uh, as you kind of regain your senses and awareness as the electricity has stopped, um, you notice that the uh, uh, the monk is now slumped on the ground. I run over to him. Uh, he is dead. He is no longer alive. Whoa. Are you okay, Travis? I'm starting to think that maybe the danger was very real and maybe we should leave. Uh, yeah. Uh. This seems out of my range of expertise. I'm with this guy. Xenia, uh... Can you, uh, can you come over here for a second? And uh, yes. Don's going to have a private military chat with Xenia. Sure. Uh, you brought the uh, the C4, yes, Xenia? Yes, we have we have uh, stock of C4, yes. All right, we're going to put it around this room because there's no way this place should still be here. Uh, can you pass me a couple? Absolutely. And, uh, and she's, she... Uh, uh, sort of unzips her backpack and starts taking out the C4. And I think this is... I don't think there's any way to surreptitiously no. p- pull an explosive out of a bag, so I think that the Doctor and yeah. uh, Travis and Carrie can absolutely see... It's very Stargate. It's just, here's, here, yep. here you go, here's some big cartoon dynamite. Yeah, I played it as not hearing them talk, but yeah, I definitely go, Oi, yeah. uh, whoa, whoa, what are you doing? Look, I think we can both agree, Doctor, this place is extremely dangerous. We should get out of here, and we should detonate it from a safe distance. No, Whoa! I don't think we, I agree on that, because I think that uh, maybe posing a unique threat to it might actually cause it to be way more dangerous than it would have been a minute ago. Yeah, I'm with the Doctor on this. That's not a good idea. Uh, Anika chimes in and says, I absolutely agree. If nothing else, there's a, there's a wealth of, of, of history here. We, the, the, the Mondas event occurred a hundred years ago, and this is part of that. Mondas did not survive that incident. We have a unique opportunity here to explore and discover more about, you know, this this other race of humans who existed out in the stars. We could learn a lot from this place. Some, this is more mixed signals than the last time I went speed dating. All right, Xenia, let's lock up the explosives for now. Whether we uh, blow it up uh, or not, uh... I, I think our best course is to just not be here. I'm with him. Da- Travis, did, did something happen? Some... I just... That blast really hurt. <laughs> Do you want some help? Uh, I mean... I don't know if Band-Aids are going to be able to fix this one. No, no, no. I meant the body grab, bodyguard grab, but... 
Do you have aspirin in that uh, that fanny pack of yours? Maybe Look, I don't have everything, okay? I'm not a boy scout. <laughs> oh, whoa, hey, whoa. Uh, I'm sorry. And uh, I think uh, Don's going to go through his little utility stuff and pull out a first aid pouch and offer some uh, some aspirin to, uh, to Trav. Well, why did you ask me if you had it? Because <laughs> well, you were already, you're right next to him. I don't know. Oh my gosh. Uh, I feel like Carrie snatches the aspirin and gives it over. Oh, here. Also, you can take my uh, my spares so you have a couple in your, your bag. Yeah, I was just zapped with electricity. I don't know if aspirin is really the... You know what? Fine. I'll just take it. I I walk over to Travis and I, I kind of like get in front of him and look him in the eye and I go, Travis, is there... Is there something going on that you need to tell me? No. What can I make that's like an insight check? Um, I think the closest thing there is going to be... Um, it's probably going to be awareness and resolve. Um, and Travis would have to do a counter roll of presence and convince. Okay. Um, do I have anything that I, like, would, I don't think voice of authority would work here, um. Yeah, I mean, you know, I would say probably not, because you're not issuing, like, uh, tell me what's wrong, you're, like, asking. Um, okay. I, I think the, I mean, if you're trying to, like, talk him into it, I think charming, maybe, I think I'd maybe give you a plus, plus one or two for charming. No, you um, said, you said presence and resolve? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Pres- I'll go, I'll go with that as a straight roll. If anything, okay. I think maybe Travis might be at a negative if he's lying to me because of who I am to him, but that might be something mm. different. Um, yeah, Travis, so you, yeah, you're doing a... You said presence and convince for me. Yeah, presence and convince. Oh, no, you had me roll awareness and resolve, not presence and resolve. Okay. So I have a 14. Okay. Um, hold on, math. I got a 15. <laughs> uh, uh, that's spend, actually, that's actually... my story point. Okay, uh, then that spending the story point means you beat Travis, and you can you you are definitely able to pick up on the fact that he's not being a hundred percent honest with you. But the but is that you're not a hundred percent sure why. You just know that he's lying. Yeah, I I give you a look, Travis, that conveys deep, deep disappointment in you, um, or like concern of like you don't normally lie to me, and you're lying to me now, and I don't know why. So um, I. I go, well, I guess if you think we should run, maybe maybe we should. And Anika says, we, we, we've we come so far. Why would we turn away now? The floor just electrocuted a guy. We should maybe get some rubber boots or something before. Yeah, I mean, like... I, I think my my primary thought there is let's not stand on any, any more grills. It's like there's a whole other uh, doorway in here, I'm sure. If we can just find it and kind of explore the rest of this this temple we can we may we could learn some things well we're not really equipped for that i mean do you have extra gear back in your ship i i mean yeah we always have extra gear back on the 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 the, the lunar lander is is full of equipment i mean it's probably worth you know gearing up and before we go any further or not at all mm. uh Anika, Anika considers this for a moment, and then she says, you know, that might, considering some of the dangers we've already faced yet, yeah, might not be a bad idea. The biggest trouble we're going to have uh, is, is uh, you know, 
do we know if that monk on the way that, that we encountered on the way in uh, is dead or just unconscious? And more to the point, the elevator that brought us down here, can we get it to go up again? Hmm. Well, there's one way to find out. We should probably head back there and check it. And we okay. probably should have checked that elevator in the first place now that you bring that up. That was really unsafe. I am... God, I'm going to be so fired. Uh, all right, so... Uh, cool. Uh, After... no, no, no. You shouldn't be making any decisions, Don. Why don't we listen to the doctor? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to stick to that leader should follow thing that I yeah. learned earlier yeah. in episode okay. one and then totally forgot. Is is now and Anika points out is now a good time to point out that Don is like the general's son like that's why he was put in charge of this mission oh, like it's oh. it's nepotism all the way through like, I had I had a feeling hey just... I, technically I'm 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 the general's illegitimate son so we're not really talking about that a lot <laughs> ah, come to LA we got plenty of jobs why would you volunteer that information Don. Look, I know who I am, and I know why I'm here. I'm not proud of it. I'm just trying to do my best. But you're not. You're provably not doing your best. Well, what are you going to do? Swap me out with somebody now? Yeah, Doctor, you're up. Uh, all right. Um, yeah. I um, wanted I, that. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't know what's happening here, and I'm, I'm, I'm confused. Like something I did not expect just happened. Um... You're telling I, me, Doctor. It, all right. Yeah, I said it. Um, <laughs> God, Don is so thick. I'm not even trying to be this thick. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to, like, go over to the computer. I kind of want to access the, like, Cyberkeeper logs and see if I can, like, get information. Like, if, if I can get, like, some of the lore of Monda separated from, like, the Cyberman, like, like systems, like... Like, I, I, I do want, I, as, as the Doctor, like, lament the fact that Mondas' entire history was lost when the planet was destroyed. So, I want to try to, like, get some of, like, the history and the art and the things of Mondas that are worth preserving, uh, like, before they transformed themselves into the Cybermen and became this, like, like, you know, imposing race. Yeah. Um, you, you go to the computer terminal. I'm not going to have you do a role, because what you see on the computer terminal, it's a very kind of old, like... DOS prompt kind of situation, uh-huh. um, and uh, the 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 most recent command is a uh, is a uh, a request to move data. So all of the information regarding to the law, everything that would have been uh, basically stored inside the cyberkeeper when he was plumbed into this thing, is gone. It has been moved. Uh, can I get an idea of where it was moved to? Um, if for that, yes, I'm going to have you do, um, a ingenuity and technology, and I'm going to give you a plus two for tech adept. Okay. And I'm also going to give you, cause this is not the first time that you've tackled Cyberman technology. I'm going to give you another plus two for that as well. So I will say that's time Lord experienced. Okay. Uh, that is going to be a 23. That's a very good roll. Um, that the jolt of electricity that was the cyberkeeper's consciousness being moved out of the system and into one of the member of the group. Okay, I turn back to Travis, and I go, "I'm I'm going to ask you again, Travis." And then I'm actually going to walk up to him, and I'm going to try to put my hands on his temples, like, like reassuringly, but I'm actually doing like a psychic thing. Um, uh, and I'm going to say, is there anything that I need to know? 
when the doctor puts her hands out, uh, Travis raises his arms and blocks outward. All right, so we're gonna. That's gonna be a contest. We're gonna have. Uh, yeah. Um. So for uh for Travis, that's probably gonna be strength and I'm gonna call that strength and uh, athletics. Um. For the doctor, I'm gonna make it. Uh. I mean, you it's probably gonna uh, be. I'm gonna go ahead and just choose to fail that. Okay. Um, I think when Travis pushes back against me, I think that I will stop because if I go any further now, I'm actually like violating his um his agency in this regard so i I dig that and i'm gonna give you a story point for that because that's 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 great for the story okay um so uh yeah travis uh as you move forward travis kind of like pushes uh, travis i'll let you describe it it's like literally like a very simple karate block where you put your arms up and then outward and you know he kind of takes a step back and says we need to leave now uh we can't um, and I'm going to do a scan now of Travis with my Sonic, and I'll probably spend the Sonic points for this yeah. um, to see if I can detect that like Cyberman energy inside of him now. Travis is yeah. going to try to grab the Sonic out of the Doctor's hand. Oh, dang. Oh, right. Cool. Uh- <laughs> can Carrie intercede when she sees him try to grab it? She doesn't know what um, it is, but she can tell that it's not. Something's up. I'm going to... I'm going to... Let you park that action for a minute. Depending on okay. how this roll goes, I will let you okay. then do a do a, an additional roll. Um, okay. I would like uh, Travis. I want you to do. I'm going to make this straight up strength and fighting. Um, and I'm going to make for the doctor. I'm going to make it. Um, uh, oh gosh, probably strength and coordination is the way to go for this one. Okay. Um, I got a ten. Oh. I got a fourteen. Okay, yeah, Doctor, you are you are. Hold on, uh, able- hold on. Wait, oh, wait, no, sorry, I got a, I got, a, I, got a, I got a, I got a twelve. Well, okay, so that's a- fine because I don't want to do this, but I'm going to. I'm going to spend story points. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> dark. Uh, so, trav. so right now okay, you. But are- I will say that I'm also spending story points to do this because I'm spending story points in my Sonic. So. I would say that the the sonic scan is going to be the story point. This this move that we're doing now is the contest to see whether you get to do that because Travis is trying to stop you from using the sonic entirely. Like he's trying to it okay. sounds like he's trying to wrestle it out of your hand. So the sonic move is going to be the story point. Um is going okay. to be the sonic yeah, story I'll, point I'll, use. I'll accept it happening then. Okay. So uh you were at a no but. So uh, Travis using that story point is going to knock you up a success level to a yes but. Um, so I'm going to say you can knock the Sonic out of, um, out of the doctor's hand, but the Sonic is going to, is going to land, uh, in front of Carrie. Okay. Uh, I pick it up. Yeah. Carrie would definitely pick that up. Uh, and, uh, I'm, I'm a, yeah. And handing it, uh, started starting to walk over to the doctor to give it back to her. Okay. I, I take it back and then I... I tuck it away before he has a chance to knock it back out of my hand again. I don't even bother mm-hmm. to look at the readings because I already know what I learned anyway. Okay, I dig that. Travis um, runs. Um, Travis I, runs? I try to block Travis. Okay, I, yeah, I think, uh, that... Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, yeah, I think pretty much everyone is, I think, going to try to stop Travis at this yeah. point, right? Yeah. I think Don's um, definitely giving uh, Anika, and who's, I think, still closer to the sort of fisher he's definitely giving her the trip this guy eyes yeah i'm gonna have uh anika like crouch down behind travis 
um, which is going to fail because she doesn't know how to crouch, apparently. Um, what is So everyone explain what you want to do. I'm going to have Travis do a roll to run, um, but I need, I need everyone to kind of describe what they're going to do. So Anika's, Anika was going to crouch down behind him but didn't get there in time. What does everyone else want to do? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and do full-on, like, non-lethal Venusian Aikido and, like, try to, like, grapple him so he can't move. Okay, so that's that's going to be, uh, we're going to, we're going to make this a scene, because that's kind of what's happening at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would say that, uh, if the, if, if, if Travis is within reach of the Doctor, then he's also within reach of Carrie, because Carrie is next to the Doctor. Right. Um, uh, so, if the Doctor's going to do that fighting action, um, Carrie, what do you want to do? Um, I definitely want to try to grab his arm or something. Um. Okay try to keep him there and uh ask him what's what's up because this is so new to her she knows okay. nothing about any of this okay i'm gonna make that also a fighter action okay. um so you will go after the doctor because the doctor has quick reflexes right. or do you also have quick reflexes i do not i'm clumsy okay <laughs> oh p- brilliant uh so you get to roll twice for that um <laughs> what is uh what is don doing um Don is definitely pulling. It's a do. Uh, Don's going to pull out his pistol. And out of... I just... Question, could Don cycle it to, like, a stun setting? I see no reason why he couldn't. Okay. Uh, perfect. Because I don't want to, like, yeah. have, like, a murder gun. And also, I feel like a bullet gun doesn't make any sense when you're in a spaceship. Like, it's a great way yeah. to die. It doesn't arm again. Yeah. Uh, no, it, do, it it actually does not in Armageddon. I know, I know. That's I know. the thing. That's I I don't want to be turned into a uh, ready whip. Uh, well, so... you have you have to have a bullet gun in Armageddon because otherwise because you don't want to miss a thing. <laughs> Ooh. I feel personally God. hurt by that. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have uh, I'm gonna have uh, Xenia pull out her knife again. Um, so for the the doers, we, so we, so we're gonna start with the doers. Which is uh, uh, Xenia pulling out her knife, Don uh, pulling out his weapon and putting it on stun. And then for the fighters, we're going to start with uh, the Doctor because you have quick reflexes. Yeah. Also, um, I think if the action continues out of the room, just so you know, Ben, I think Don and Xenia are going to stay in this room. Okay. Just setting that up. Okay, so do I go ahead? What do I roll for? Well, the, the doers are going first, right? So. Uh, we've, we've done the doers, so we're, uh, we're now on the fighters, so you were going to, like, uh, Venusian Akaido, right? Yeah, like, like a grapple hold to try to, like, stop traps from being able to run. Yeah, that's gonna, we're gonna call that strength and fighting. Okay. Uh, and Travis, I would like you to do a counter roll, um, of, uh, are you actively blocking? Um, I think it's more of a run and, uh, like a duck and dodge dive. Okay, uh, then give me co- yeah coordination and athletics, like making Do- the way to the door more dodge, than dodge, dip, yeah. duck, dive, yeah. and dodge. <laughs> I couldn't. Uh, uh, do uh, I drive-ins, dodges, and ducks, <laughs> and- dungeons, and dragons, and ducks, yeah. and dives? Do I, uh, Ben? Do I add my quick reflexes to this roll? Uh, no, you wouldn't add it because that that's the thing that's allowing you to. Okay. Go for- Thirteen. I also got a 13, so I'm going to spend my Ooh. one of my story points to just knock it up a little bit. Alright, yeah. Um, you are you are able to restrain uh, or to, to kind of hold Travis back, but Travis, you still have an arm free. 
Um, and uh, now we have... Who else was going to fight? Well, Carrie was going to try to grab that arm, so... Yeah. yeah. Carrie? Yes? Go for it. If you're going to try and grab that arm, we're going to make that strength and fighting. Okay, strength and fighting. Uh, yeah, you're going to roll for clumsy as well. Oh, Lord. All right, okay, so three strength and fighting, you said, so seven. Mm-hmm. Seven total? Yeah, seven total. I rolled a two oh. one. I know. Oh. I know. Uh, can we have, uh, I'm going to have Travis, because you're going to, your arm is kind of flailing. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have you roll um, uh, also strength and fighting. Um, but I'm going to have you, because you are being partially restrained, uh, what I'd like you to do is we're going to roll that with disadvantage. So roll three dice and pick the two lowest. Okay. Well, the first two were a six and a five, so... <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, and then a one. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, six... Uh, so, I got a ten in total. So, you got a ten, and <laughs> Carrie, you only got an eight, right? I got a seven, actually. Oh. But I might use a story point, because I have eleven. Earlier. Yeah, if you want to use a story point, uh, that would... Right now, you are at a... Uh, I would call that a no. Yeah. Uh, one story point would put you up to a no but, which is still a failure, but you get something. If sure. you want to spend two story points, that will take you up to a yes but. Let's, uh... Let's just go with a no but. Let's see what that's like. Okay. Um, with the no but, you're not... You are not able to, um... Uh, properly, like, grab him and hold him, but you are able to kind of, uh, get the squeeze on his hand a little bit, um, which, uh, Travis, that hurts your hand, um, in a way, in a way that kind of makes it, you know, cramp up a little bit. Mm. So you don't have full dexterity with that hand. So on, on your next, if you do another, uh, role that will involve, uh, strength or coordination or athletics, you're gonna take a negative two buff for that role while you're, like, regaining the strength in the hand quickly. Okay. Um, so we're back to the, the top of the turn order. What does everyone want to do now? We have the Doctor has uh, Travis partially restrained. Uh, Don has his gun out. Uh, Xenia has her knife out. And Carrie tried and failed to uh, restrain Travis's free arm, but did manage to do his hand a minor injury. What do you want to do? I'm going to be a talker this round. I'm going to okay. be a doer this round. Uh, I was going to say I'm going to be a talker, but I'm going to be a talker while holding a gun. So like a talker at gunpoint. Do okay. I still have Travis's hand in my hand, or is it just I hurt him and we're not? You hurt him. You weren't you weren't able to hold onto it, but you were okay. able to kind of like like bend his fingers back awkwardly. Is kind of what happened, I guess. Right. Um. Uh. I think I'm gonna go with talker because there's people with a knife and a gun out. Okay. Uh, doctor, I'll let you go first. Okay. Because you have that quick reflexes. Okay. I'm going to say. Listen, I don't know how much knowledge you have inside of you right now. I know that you come from before Mondas came to Earth. So I don't know if in your drives you have any sorts of recollection of the Doctor. But I'm hoping that maybe somewhere in there, there is a log of a spaceship parked near a black hole and generations of Mondasians who formed themselves into some of the earliest Cybermen. And I want you to dig deep into those memories and deep into those logs and remember what happened when the Doctor came 
came to that station and you crossed me. And I want you to think long and hard about what happened that day on that Mondasian ship parked next to the black hole. And I want you to think long and hard before you continue to hurt a friend of mine. I love that. Wow. I absolutely... Firstly, Riley, you are you. I know that you've got them stacked. You're getting a story point for that because that is amazing. I, I love your doctor speeches so much. Thank you. Um, um, can I, Travis? Have a, can I have a retort? Yeah, you may. I do know what happened to that ship, Doctor. Your friend died, and then your other friend died, and then you died. I'm still here. And also, my friend came back too. It turned out she actually. <laughs> she's great thing yeah so i mean yeah hell yeah all right but i know i would say i would say um before that happened every cyberman on that floor fell i dig it um i'm gonna uh, travis go ahead and give me that roll but i'm gonna give you a buff of plus four for that because wow okay so that was awareness and presence correct uh yeah that's awareness and presence That is a 20. Okay. Um, Travis, as Travis, you are you are able to regain a little bit of control for a moment. The cyber leader, uh, the, the cyber keeper inside of you, um, you're able to overpower his presence uh, briefly. But you don't, you feel like you don't have long. Doctor, doctor, it's me. I'm here. I'm in here. I'm still in here. I, I know. I here. know. I know. That's the only reason why you're still alive. I would like to propose the camera shifts to Travis in a neutral space that stretches out into forever. Okay, I dig that. And he kind of looks around in a panic, and then he is, comes face to face with the uh, the cyber keeper in in this you know ethereal space, and he says, "You were the one reaching out to my mind, weren't you?" The cyberkeeper standing in front of you is uh, large, I say large, human-shaped and imposing, uh, and for some reason appears to be wrapped in bako foil. Uh, I'm definitely going with an 80s design on the Cyberman for this one. Uh, and he, he simply looks at you and says, Yes, yes I was. You asked if I was a friend. Well, I already have a friend. And behind Travis, there's sort of like swirling shapes and uh, this entity that has been with Travis uh, forms itself into what looks like the wire and is just as big and intimidating and it just stands behind Travis casting a looming shadow even over the cyber keeper and then we go back to the reality of it and I just hit my okay That is absolutely fantastic. Back uh, to I will... reality. Oops, there goes Travisy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Travis, how many story points do you have? I have eleven. Uh, I'm I'm gonna have you. I'm gonna have you spend five of those to give yourself that, that manifestation yeah, of the that's, wire. That's totally it's such a cost. such a brilliant <laughs> idea, and I love it to bits. And I'm oh, here's the thing. Once the uh, once the self isolation is over, I am gonna kiss you on the face. I'm gonna say um, this. If you're okay with that, this yeah. is brilliant. Oh, I'm enjo- I, 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 I'm I I want all the hugs and all the kisses once this is over. <laughs> all right. So so, 
outside of Travis's uh, mindscape, what what happens? I, I think he returns back to being possessed, so it's up to everyone else now. <laughs> okay. So, uh, okay, so the Doctor, you still have, you have uh, Travis, you can see that the Cyberkeeper has kind of uh, taken, uh, assert, asserted its presence again within Travis's body. Um, and uh, who else was, there were more talkers. Yeah, I was going to say, let everybody go through their turn yeah. and then I'll come back yeah, to yeah. Yeah, uh, I was going to try to talk um, Don um, out of, like, putting his gun away. <laughs> and um, Dr. Patel with putting her knife away. Um, because they seem to be hmm. really taking this situation out of context. Okay, so you're, tr- you're trying to, like, de-escalate yeah. everyone who's pulled a weapon. Uh, when you say Dr. Patel, do you mean... Um, Zenia, right? Uh, uh, Zen- oh, Zenia's Zenia's the one who has the knife? Yeah. Yeah, Zenia's okay. the one with the knife, yeah. Sorry, then, yeah, Zenia, I'm sorry. Okay, no, you're good. Um, so, uh, how, what are you going to say? How are you going to articulate Um, that? I think she looks at Dawn and goes, Hey, I know this day has been kind of crazy. We're living through the same life, my dude. Uh, but... Really don't think the gun's the way to go right now. So if you could just like put it away, Don. The gun didn't work last time. I don't think it's gonna work this time. Let's just give him a moment, okay? Michael, how does uh, how does Don react to that? I think Don is like aimed down the barrel, two hands on the gun at Trav, but he does that like w- like glances off target to carry and is like i i hear you but it i think two stuns to the chest might really ease the situation if you know what i'm saying i i uh i think harry's still crossing over to like try to get in the gun's range um and between travis and don like sure i understand uh but uh he just got shocked, so remember that. <laughs> Two stunts to the chest might just kill him right now. Damn. Oh, that's good. Oh, I do like that. <laughs> I think that's enough to convince Don, because he doesn't know how science or tasers work, clearly. <laughs> um, <laughs> We've so, established he's quite dim. Yeah, yes. I was not expecting him to be the abject fail son he has turned out to be. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I think Don's going to suddenly doubt like this the non-lethality of the non-lethal option um and just that doubt is enough for him to lower the the gun because he doesn't want to kill anybody brilliant okay thanks, especially Don. this Thank this you. nice dude yeah i think Zenya's still gonna like she's gonna lower the knife but she's still keeping her hands on it and it's very clear she's in a defensive posture rather than an aggressive posture i think don's even gonna gesture to Zenya. maybe let's we, we definitely don't need a knife like give give uh them the sort of put that knife away wave she she nods and holsters the knife but keeps a hand on it um uh so we're gonna move into the doers hey i think the cyberkeeper's doing something the cyberkeeper um is going to reach out with their psychic ability and call for help from the monk in the other room uh i absolutely love that i'm i'm so here's the thing under normal circumstances, I might actually have you spend some story points to do that. But what I'm going to do instead, for the Cyberkeeper, I have the Cyberkeeper story point. Uh, what I'm going to do instead is um, you you hear a, a thunk 
coming uh, as something walks down the hallway. And then something steps through the gap in the wall. And it is not a monk, but it does have four arms. It is a converted Cyberman that was once a monk of Miri. And it is standing there with four arms, two of which have those little wrist blasters on them. Um, and, uh, and it is currently blocking your path to, uh, to leave the, leave this chamber. I just want to apologize to my fellow players. Like, <laughs> no, no, this is great story time. This is fantastic. Could, Don's just going to turn to Carrie and be like, are you sure I can't use this gun even a little bit? Look, Don, you shoot once and I swear... I don't know what I will do because I'm really stressed out right now and I really just need to squish my Mr. Huffle. Give me a second. Alright, and that is... There were, there were no uh, no fighters on this occasion, so we're back to the top of the turn order. Uh, what do we want to... What does everyone want to do? And I'm including both Travis and the Cyberkeeper in this. Set. I'm going to be a doer this round. Okay. I like this. I like you guys calling what you're going to do, but not telling me what it is. I actually kind of like the yeah. suspense of that. This is new, and it works. Yeah. yeah. I think the Cyberkeeper is going to talk, and Travis is going to do a fight. Okay. Xenia's going to fight, and uh, uh, Aniko is going to uh, uh, do a do. Is that I... a Code Red, or is it a Baja Fresh, or just like the typical... <laughs> Uh, the Cybermen might kill everyone. It sounds like a Code Red situation to me, Riley. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, Don's gonna just crush one of those gamer fuel potions. No, um, uh, I, I think Don has, like, undoubted his gun, so I think he's gonna do a turn, like, turn towards the four-armed Cybermonk and switch the gun to kill. All right. It's just a straight um, action do. So that's going to be a fighter. Okay. So uh, who were our talkers? Cyberkeeper. Cyberkeeper, do a talk. He just looks at the forearm Cyberman and says, delete. Oh. Oh. Right. And it kills itself. No. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Cyberman uninstalls Windows 10. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, we, didn't have, we didn't have any other talkers, right? No, how's it doer? Okay, uh, no runners. So doers, the doctor gets to go first because you have those quick reflexes. Because I'm currently holding on to Travis and not, like, in a way that he can, like, block me, I'm going mm -hmm. to use my psychic again, and I'm going to try to just give Travis a jolt of, like, psychic energy to, like, help him to fight off the cyber uh, controller. I wish you could see my face. I am in glee right now. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm essentially giving him Bardic, like Doctor Bardic inspiration. <laughs> I dig it. Uh, do you? Is there? A, is there a particular message or, or or something that you're saying to Travis with the psychic link? Um. Oh, that's a good question. It's been a while since we've had like a thing that Travis would respond to. Um. And uh, I'm just gonna say, I believe in you, Travis. Travis, you're super effective. <laughs> Sorry. Um, other doers. Uh, who else was doing? Uh, I believe I, I would. Uh, okay. So, uh, I, so I'm still pretty close to Travis, right? Because he's just zoned out. He's still in his body, correct? 
Yes. Uh, yeah, Carrie not knowing any better, I think she goes to reach for him to try to shake him. Uh, okay. Um, in that case, I need, um, uh, I need Carrie, I need you to do a, uh, a, I'm going to call it strength and presence. Okay, strength uh, and presence. And Travis, because you are being restrained, this is you're going to take a negative four to this. But I'm going to. Are you going to try to fight that off? What are you going to do? Uh, yeah, I think the I think the cyberkeeper would uh, attempt to, yeah, block that. Yeah, we'll do we'll do strength and coordination less four. Oh, I rolled pretty decently. Uh, so strength and coordination is a six. So make I have a total two, of fifteen. I only have an 11 with that minus, so... Okay, yeah, yeah you're able to shake Travis. Uh, what are you doing with when you shake him? <laughs> Probably going, Travis, wake up! Travis, wake up! Um, I, here's the thing. I'm gonna... I'm, I'm gonna stack some things right now for Travis for when he, when he does his thing. Good, because um, what I'm planning requires it. <laughs> okay. Um... Um, uh, Anika moves over to, uh, to the, to a computer terminal that she notices, uh, a light is flashing on. Um, and she, uh, she says, hey, there's a massive buildup of power, like it's drawing power from somewhere. It's drawing power from Earth's moon. What? The and Don's the- gonna rush over to the computer. You know what? No, Don is absolutely not gonna do it. Never mind. Yeah. Don this, is definitely this- gonna shoot the Cyberman. <laughs> This moon is drawing power from Earth's moon. Does anyone remember what happened to Mondas when it tried to do that to Earth a hundred years ago? My history's a little shaky. Uh, uh yeah, it, it destroyed Mondas, so it's gonna destroy the moon that we're currently on, too. Oh! Oh! Well... We really need to go. Okay. We we should leave. Uh, yesterday. Are we, are we still in rounds, or is, it, is this someone's Yeah, we're, okay. we're still in rounds. That's her do. Okay. Um, and we're now moving to the fighters. Um, Don's gonna shoot the Cyberman. Uh, okay, give me a. Are you, if you're shooting, give me a roll for. Um, I think it's coordination of marksman. Let me just pull up. Yeah, coordination sheet. of marksman. Uh, if folks at home are worried, yes, Ben sent me my sheet between episodes. Thirteen. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm gonna have the Cyberman. Oh, uh, do counter I get? Roll. Do I get a plus two for brave? Sorry. Uh, I am gonna give you a plus two for brave. Yes. Thank By you. Way, so this is so weird because I was like, looking right at my thirteenth Doctor Funko Pop when you said thirteen, and it's weird that that happened in that timing. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> I'm a believer in synchronicities. Uh, fifteen. So if you're looking 15. at your Eddie Izzard Funko Pop, that's why. <laughs> okay. I wish I had an Eddie Izzard Funko Pop. Me too. You could do a whole line. All the great outfits. Anyway, what did you roll? Uh, fifteen. With the brave. Okay, yeah, that is a full-on, that's a yes and, which is, uh, that would typically do 1.5 damage, but the weapon you're using is set to kill, I'm gonna say it's the laser pistol, so that straight up, uh, shoots the forearm Cyberman down, and it is inert on the ground. Nice, got him right in the Radio Shack box. Uh, well, it's, it's uh, it, well, no, yeah, this, these ones are kind of Mondasian Cyberman, it's just the, the Cyber Keeper who looks like the 80s Cyberman. Oh, okay. Well, then I got him in the accordion. Yeah. Um, so we now move to, uh, to Travis. Travis, what are you doing? Back in the mindscape, um, I, here, here, I don't know if you should have me roll or spend my story points right up front, but I just want to, I'm just going to, I'm just going to say it. Um, back in the mindscape, the entity inside of Travis is still looming large behind him and Travis says to the cyberkeeper 
I don't think you're my friend. This is my friend. And he points with two thumbs behind him to the entity, and the entity envelops him like a symbiote, causing him to be as large as the cyberkeeper's mental avatar, I guess is the best way to describe it. And with superhuman-like speed, (laughs) Travis dashes towards it and punches it right in the mouth. Yay! (laughs) Did you just make a a Jaeger battle happen in the middle of our game? A little bit. Nice. Yeah, Mecha Dan, I'm all about this. This is this season's Pokemon battle. I love it. Um, yeah, Dan just summoned points? his mind Zord. I'm all about this. <laughs> how do you? How many story points do you have left? Can I? I can six. I just say, as a, as a impartial person here, I think you should let him straight roll for this because he already spent five story points to manifest the wire. That is true. I'm gonna. Okay, so I'm yeah. gonna have you. Uh, I'm gonna make this. Um, Thank you, Riley. Uh, ingenuity and technology between uh, uh, Carrie shaking you, Lucid. Or trying to shake you lucid and the doctor's psychic bond i'm giving you a plus 10. so i'm going into this with a 17. <laughs> and i also want to say this that maybe you're already factoring that plus 10 into that but doesn't travis have a bonus if he's trusted to do a task by someone who has faith in him mm-hmm. yes he does thank you very much yes reliable. he gets a plus plus two for reliable he's also going to get a plus two for brave Okay, so uh, it's 21 with the buffs, 22, 23, 24, 25. 26 in total. Didn't roll as well as the buffs, but 26. 26 is still very good. Yeah, now I, I appreciate that you're trying to do this thing. Give me a second. I do have to roll to see if the Cyber Keeper is able to withstand that. Okay. Give me just a second. So the cyberkeeper, uh, as your fist comes into contact with the cyberkeeper's face, the cyberkeeper kind of explodes in this this outward ripple, like breaking broken glass made of pixels and ones and zeros, and it kind of erodes. It's like um, when someone got hit with the light with the the light cycle in Tron Legacy, uh, as they as they kind of shatter. Um, but the shatter starts from that punch to the face, and all of these these glistening pixels and ones and zeros kind of ripple outwards and the entire body crumbles apart like the world's uh, largest and smallest Jenga tower of person as all of these pixels kind of go flying and hit the ground and almost kind of uh, evaporate um, as they as they hit the ground kind of disappearing one by one and you are standing alone in the uh, uh, well say alone because you're still in the presence of that entity um uh, as the cyberkeeper has been obliterated from your mind. Um, I think um, the entity releases itself from Travis, and mm-hmm. he, Travis, and the entity are just sort of looking at one another for the first time ever, like face to face, not contentious, but like they're seeing one another, even if it isn't the entity's actual form. Mm. And I think a weird calmness stretches over Travis and he says I think you and I we might need to have a talk uh, the entity nods uh, and and says in your voice maybe once we escape from the exploding planet uh, outside uh, in the real world um, the the moon is starting to shake as Travis goes limp for a second and you regain control uh, of your of your own body <gasps> Doctor, I'm back. What what happened? Uh, you 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 were brave, Travis. You you did you did what you were supposed to do. 
Um, is the other Cyberman still coming at us? No, the other uh, Cyberman uh, got straight up uh, murdered by Don. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. At last, I was he so was competent. Focused on, yeah. Uh, good shot. Um, Don did his, his one thing he's good at and murked a Cyberman. Okay. Um, what has happened then with the like cyber consciousness? Uh, the the cyber keeper is um, or Travis knows this and Travis can can share this with you, but the cyber keeper consciousness is gone. It's been absolutely entirely obliterated. Okay, I'm gonna say to Travis, I'm gonna say, do you know if there was any trace of the Mondasian history anywhere on this moon now? Uh, that's a great question. Do I? Here's what I'm gonna say, um, Travis. Your your ba- your your brain now being having been kind of converted uh, for digital thought and processing, uh, the consciousness that made up the cyberkeeper is gone. That hostility, that that personality is gone. But the knowledge, the repository, the history of Mondas, that is all stored in your mind still. I'm so happy. Whoa! <laughs> That's exactly what I wanted to happen. <laughs> okay, then we run. Everyone, everyone, run! And then I go running towards the elevator again. Yeah, Anika says, yeah, we gotta get out of here. This place is gonna, this planet is gonna blow. I don't know if we're gonna have enough time to even get the lunar lander off of the surface. I, I, we don't need that. I have my ship. Come with me. The box? Are we gonna wait for someone to lift your box Just follow me! Just, just follow me! Okay! (laughs) Alright, voice of authority! I'm coming with you! Um, and you all start running, uh, towards that elevator in the main chamber. Wait, should we save the other monk? Yes, grab him. Uh, the actually the other monk is gone. The other oh, monk is, is not he, there. Is he who was converted into the Cyberman? He was converted into the Cyberman. Oh, yes. okay. So yeah, you are running towards kind of that that circular um panel that was the uh that was the elevator. What do you want to do? Uh, I try to get it to work. All right. Uh, how do you want to do that? Uh, use the controls to see if it'll take us back upstairs again. Uh, I'm gonna say this: there are not con- there, there, there's no like control panel. It seems to have been like pressure sensitive before, okay. um, and now it's it's not it's not going up. When as you stand on it, it's not rising, it's not elevating, it's not doing anything. I have a question. I'm just gonna go, Travis. Can you do something about this? Yep, I was gonna say, does Travis know how it works now that he has the repository of all of the knowledge? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Travis actually, as a combination of your recent exposure to the Cyberkeeper, that's going to linger for just a little bit, um, and also being uh, tech-sensitive, um, you can kind of reach out with your mind and, and activate it. Nice. I do that. Um, all right, and, you and, do and, that. And I do it with really good, like, arms-out acting, like, not like some people in certain superhero movies are lazy about it. Like, he's going to do it with full <laughs> commitment and make the elevator move. You don't need I, to, but you're doing it anyway. Yeah, exactly. Can I make, can I make a pitch? Yeah. What if instead Travis turns around and just goes, bridge? <laughs> no, no okay. I, I, have, I have an idea. What if Travis <laughs> looks at everybody and, like the doctor, snaps his fingers and then the bridge goes Ooh! Oh! Yes! oh! We have a winner. That's All right. so smooth. <laughs> Travis. But Travis... Dan, I think you should do the honors and get that Please. on the audio of yeah. you doing it. Oh, that's Please. gorgeous. Uh, yeah, Travis, yeah. explain uh, what you're going to do. Yeah, uh, having the lingering knowledge of uh, the Cyberkeeper and all of Mondas and the Tech Adept, he ushers everyone into the uh, into the elevator, and once he's in, he, with his back to everyone, uh, but facing the elevator door, snaps his fingers, and the door 
closes and we start to ascend. And then he slowly turns around and says, I'm really sorry I tried to send a Cyberman to kill you. It wasn't me, technically, but I'm very, I'm very sorry. Everyone in the elevator, I just need to say I'm sorry right now. It's cool. Travis, I've already forgotten. Perfectly fine. You're you're using the force right now, so I'm just... (laughs) I elbow Dawn, and I just whisper, hashtag Trary. Ooh. Yeah, Dawn's tweeting it. (laughs) (laughs) Tweeting it! Um, yeah, but when the elevator... it, it destroys another civilization on another planet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Actually, no, it ripples back just routes through the as spaceship opposed to Wi-Fi. Twitter, which has destroyed civilization on our actual planet. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> oh, for real. Um, the uh, as the elevator rises, you start to feel the rumble of explosions deep within the uh, deep within the moon, where in the base where that you just where the temple you were just in, um, and as the uh, the the elevator reaches. Uh, the top towards the entrance where you can see uh, the, the the light of the sky outside um, you start to see cracks forming in the in the that yellow stone um, and uh, as you as uh, as you move out onto the surface you can see cracks starting to form and large red sh- like red shafts of light starting to emanate from deep within the planet's surface and the uh, the moon buggy is uh, is parked right in front of the entrance anyone but Don drive. Anybody but me drive, and Don's gonna get in the back. I drive. <laughs> All right, Doctor. I want. I'm gonna do. Have you do a roll? I need you to roll coordination and transport. Okay. Um, I go, I'm, I'm gonna say out loud. Not quite Bessie, but she'll do. Um, uh, would yes. I get tech, tech, tech adept for this? I'm gonna give you tech adept. Yes. Okay. Also brave, because the moon is crumbling apart around you. Okay. Okay, that's gonna be a seventeen. 17 is good. You whiz, you, you do a quick 180. Everyone is holding on. I'm not even going to have you do rolls at this point. As you begin to uh, uh, speed back towards where the Lunar Lander and the TARDIS were parked, um, the, the ground is starting to crumble. You're seeing... Uh, 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 what is the word? I've forgotten the word for that thing. The, the holes that kind of drop in like streets and things. Oh, like sinkholes? Fissures? Sinkholes. Yes, thank you. Uh, driving along as sinkholes start to drop uh, to your left and to your right and anyone who's looking out the rear of the the buggy will see uh, kind of a large chain of sinkholes starting to follow you Um, like the ground is crumbled, like the pressure of the buggy is slightly too much and is making the ground crumble uh, like 5-10 foot behind you and it's like you're being chased by the sinkhole and then suddenly it's in front of you the, the Lunar Lander and the TARDIS are right there and uh, 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 Anika says uh, uh, we gotta pick one and we gotta pick it now I drive the, the, I, I drive the Lunar the, the, the buggy right in through the doors of the TARDIS yes oh I love it <laughs> the Lunar you, you hit a little ramp and you lift you get lift off of the ground you're flying through the air now, and, and we you land. And we briefly pause, and we hear Waylon Jennings going, Looks like a doctor got ourselves in a big old heat roll. <laughs> it's so funny, because if we didn't have a cold open, it would be amazing to open on this for the beginning of the series. You're, like, you're probably wondering how this happened. <laughs> the, 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 the moon buggy uh, flies through the air, and the front reels come into contact uh, with the, the front the the, the, uh, the the inside of the TARDIS and the moon buggy uh, slides into the TARDIS control room. Do you want to go for like a controlled slide? Yeah. 
Yeah, you do that. You you, you wrench the, the the wheel at a ninety degree angle and slide up to the TARDIS console. Okay, and um, then I jump out and I jump right to the console and I do that same like gravity loop that like or lasso that they did in um, the um, journey home where they like took all the stolen planets and pulled them back to the, where they belong in the galaxy. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna try to pull the moon away from the Earth's orbit so that its destruction doesn't like crash down on the Earth and like wreak havoc on the Earth's surface. That is very good. I, I don't know how many story points you have. How many story points do you have? I'll just spend the rest that I have. I have. Yeah, points, I was gonna so. say. Let's just do that. So yeah, you spend the last of your story points to uh, to get a gravitational loop on the last remnants of Mondas, its moon, as it, as it's beginning to crumble. And what do you want to do with with what's left of the moon? Uh, I think I'll take it as deep, as far away as I can get it from the Earth. And, like, maybe to where, like, if it does break up, the pieces will now move, like, past where the Earth is in the orbit as opposed to, like, being pulled back into, like, Earth's gravity. Like, so I'm I'm moving it, like, like, if it was a comet passed through the solar system, I'm moving it to where it's already past the Earth's gravity all right, yeah, you you do that. You're able to pull what is left of Mondas. I think what I do uh, it as it's almost like spinning a like, like a not a javelin, or like, almost like a shot put. Where like I, I like swerve the TARDIS around in space so that the um, the gravity loop almost like like a slingshot swings around and heads off with the trajectory in the other direction. So I love it. Around. Yeah, yeah, that's Ooh. fantastic. You do that as the, as what is left of the moon. Uh, kind of launches off towards uh, space and you watch it uh, getting further and further away and then it seems to to arc to the right as it gets pulled into what you think might be an orbit around the sun um, and it, it disappears behind the sun and coming around from the other side is kind of this swirling, coalescing uh, ripple of like greys and silvers as they spiral around the sun uh, going in a circular motion, each each time getting closer and closer before they uh, they uh, disappear into the, uh, the the halo of the sun. Wow! And uh, the last moon of Mondas, the last remnants of Mondas as a planet, uh, disappear. Well, that was crazy. Not bad for a first adventure, huh? Uh. It had everything. I thought I was gonna die. I thought you were gonna die. This guy's too gun happy. Uh, are, are we keeping them, Doctor? Uh, Anika raises her hand and says, "Actually, I'd, I'd very much like to to no. go back to England if that's okay." Yeah, I, I'm, I'll, I'm kind of take you home. I'm spaced out for now. Thank you. No more space for me. No, it's fair. Um, I, 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 I actually have a pretty crowded TARDIS right now, so unfortunately. Um, even though, you know, normally you'd be excited that it's bigger on the inside, but that's nah, fine. Um, and then... No, someone already <laughs> mentioned that, so... Yeah, yeah, no, that like, <laughs> was fun. And then I, so I take them back to Earth. Alright. Uh, Is there but, chaos on Earth now? Can we cut from just the Doctor being sad that nobody... Is, is commenting that's bigger on the inside to just Don looking around, massively astonished. A huge, <laughs> an amazing look of just complete, profound wonderment on his face. And he just says, How did you fit the buggy in this cafe? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we we will skip forward in time uh, to the TARDIS on the surface of the Earth. Um, we'll say somewhere in Europe, we'll say Paris. Uh, where uh, um, uh, Zenia, where none of them are from. 
<laughs> when none of them are from. I'm sorry. Um, sorry. The, uh, Sp- uh, the United Earth Space Probe Agency, or USPA, is uh, yeah. based there. That's a Star Trek yeah. reference. Sorry, everybody. That's good enough. Um, uh, but yeah, um, as as uh, as Don, uh, Anika, and uh, Xenia are walking away from the TARDIS towards, I guess, a taxi or something. Um, and it's just now it's Carrie, uh, the Doctor, and Travis in front of the TARDIS. Wow, you guys didn't let me know that this is going to get this crazy. And the Force is real? What? Uh, it's not... It's a little more complicated. I wish the like, force I start was real. Ex- I wish. Yeah, I start to explain it, and then I realize I don't even know what to say, and I just trail off. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I-, I guess we should go over rules, uh, if you want to keep me. So, n- no cell phones. I-, I learned that the hard way. I don't really know how I'm going to do that. Um, it's like an extension of myself. And uh, no telling people that the the... the- Phone call box, police box, blue thing is bigger on the inside. It's just a fun reveal. That's all. Oh, okay. Yeah, rules are bigger. Like, you know, don't, like, permanently damage time. And, you know, if a moon's going to explode, make sure you're not on it. That kind of stuff. You'll pick it up as we go. And, and, and don't wander off. Um... Oh, uh, well, you might have to keep me on leash for that. <laughs> And it's not that you can't have a cell phone. I'm mean, just kind of like a a whole yeah history balance of times. So it's like, you know, you don't want to like reveal what's going to happen in the future to people who haven't experienced it yet. It's like spoilers thing. Got it. But we can take a selfie, right? Oh yeah, I love a selfie. Uh, okay. I was, I put like my, like like a peace sign. <laughs> Come on in, Travis. And, and like yeah, a, oh, yeah, he's a, there. A, yeah. a very a very Jody type pose with that one, like. <laughs> Uh, so is so uh, the three of you kind of uh, step into the frame of uh, of Carrie's camera to take the selfie? Yeah. 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 Um, as uh, as Carrie presses the button, there is a flash, which is unusual because there's not usually a flash on the front front facing camera. Um, but this flash there is experienced. There are on some. Uh, what type of phone do you have, Carrie? I guess let's get into that. Let's uh, get well, into the nitty gritty. It's the iPhone 7 Plus, and it does have a front-facing flash because oh. the screen flashes. Boom! Bright white, so it's I not sub- a light. <laughs> I will subtract a story point from my uh, from my pit pool of story points that I've been using. Um, there is a flash, and then Travis, you find yourself in that um, in that vast space again. Um, and uh, the entity that you were talking to begins to coalesce uh, in front of you as it takes that form of uh, of that kind of loose assortment of, of data and pixels. And then it coalesces into another form. It coalesces into your form, your shape. And it says... So, you and I should probably talk. 